This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Rooney here with a crucial reminder that the incredible Dr. Elisa Pressman, a dear friend of the Raising Good Humans podcast, her incredible book, The Five Principles of Parenting, is being released on the 23rd of January. I cannot encourage you enough to pre-order now. Not only does it mean everything to the success of Dear Dr. Elise's book, but the book meant everything to me. This is who I turn to when baby Steve even leaves a tiny question mark in my mind of any kind. And I've already raised a perfect human in Jordan. So you know she's good. That's The Five Principles of Parenting by Dr. Elisa Pressman. Pre-order now and send a copy to a friend, especially one you know could use it. Kiss, kiss. Excuse me, listeners. We're excited to let you know about The Deep Dive, a podcast hosted by besties. Are people still saying besties? Sure. BFFs, Jessica St. Clair. Yeah. BFFs, BFFAEs, that means best friends forever and ever. So cute. Jessica St. Clair, who is well known to our audience, yeah, as well fine. as June Diane Rayfield, who is also known as public enemy number one. Excuse me. She is so high profile at this point. Everyone adores her. And I got to say, Jessica St. Clair, together, the only reason she rubs me the wrong way is because she calls you Aunt Rana, and you've never allowed me to do that. Oh, and because she's, I mean, she should rub you... Totally the wrong way because she's so funny, so gorgeous. She's hilarious. So hysterical, so yes. smart. The two of them together are basically like, you know, a star that explodes. That's yeah. that's the wattage we're talking about here. Sure. With a journey through their life's highs and lows side by side. Partner. They go through they everything nothing, on this show. If not supportive to exactly. I mean, honestly. And Rana, they literally dive into everything on this show, from the great moments to the really tough ones. And it really does capture a friendship of these women trying to survive adult womanhood. Their motto, by the way, shared by their loyal deep divers, is let us live, which I love. (laughs) Well, you're about to hear an episode of The Deep Dive. And to hear more, search for Deep Dive wherever you get your podcasts, of course. You can also click the link in the episode notes. 
new episodes of The Deep Dive from Lemonada Media premiere every Wednesday. I'm so excited to share this with everyone. I hope and I know they will love these gals as much as you and I do. I think so, Rana. I think so. Hi, I'm Jessica St. Clair. And I'm June Diane Raphael. And this is The The Deep Deep Dive. Dive. We're about to do what women have done for centuries. We're crowding around the fire with our generous haunches. We got babies hanging off our tits and we're gonna share with you our fears. That's right, our joys. Our tips on how to stay alive. Now Jess, we are heeding a call that no one has made. Not a soul, but you're invited to listen. Absolutely, because we make one promise and one promise only. We will not Google a thing, because frankly, we're too damn tired. Please get ready to go on The The Deep Deep Dive. Dive. Hi, Jessica. Hello, my friend. Happy New Year? I know it's the where we're recording this deep divers before the new year, but you're okay, hearing full disclosure. It. Full yeah, you're in a different mental space than we are right now. Like our listeners have never been like further apart from us. <laughs> I wish. This moment. I'm going to say this. I wish I could bring you some New Year's, <laughs> some New Year's fresh start energy. But much like I keep thinking about that stupid movie, The Martian, that Dan made me watch where Matt Damon's stuck on Mars, you know, and everyone's down, you know, on Earth and he doesn't know that they can see him. And that's I'm on Mars. You guys are on Earth. And like there's a delay. There's a delay. Light years. The satellite comms are down. So, yeah. It's going to take us another week into January for you to for you to get our fresh New Year energy. Today is December for us in our time. <laughs> in Matt Damon's <laughs> time on Mars. It's December 13th. But because of the holidays, this is what it is. This is how <laughs> it goes. So we didn't want to not do an episode today. January 3rd, but we are doing it in a different mental space than you all are. And I hope you'll stay with us Please. because maybe it's Please. important to to track back. You pro- maybe haven't set your intentions yet for the new year. So like this, this can remind you of what was and what needs to change. <laughs> so much <laughs> needs to change. Cool. Okay, Jess, I want to hear how you're doing, but I do have something very important to tell you. Sure. And I may be asking our listeners too to weigh in on this. Okay. You know the Crest white strips? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever used them? No, because I use a professional whitening system that I got my brother for Christmas. Okay. BB was like, that's the most offensive gift, but if, it is Jessica, if you it can is. understand why that's not offensive in my family, then you understand my family. Got it. Has he ever said, I'm struggling with this? Or? No. I said, your teeth look like a colonial soldier, and I'm giving you a white strip <laughs> system. And he said, thanks. What? Great. So we have it like that. <laughs> we have it like that. So I will tell you, I'm curious about this system. I, you know, I drink so much coffee and it's hard. You're going to, 
Yeah. You're going to run into issues. Yeah, you're going to get to the colonial state. Yeah. But have you ever thought my teeth are, like, yellow? Never. And, you know, I'm very hard on teeth. And so the truth is, is if you had very tiny teeth, we probably wouldn't work together. It's interesting because I think I have childish teeth, though. I disagree. Well, let me tell you. So I was like, I took on, again, it sounds like a New Year's resolution, so it is sort of on topic, but I took this on on like December 10th where I was like, you know what? I'm going to start working on this. But you got to stop coffee while you're working on it. That's the problem. Oh, well, I won't. Okay, well, then it won't work. In fact, I think it only makes the coffee <laughs> deposit more. Okay, fine. Then I won't ever do it again. But there's nothing I will give up coffee for, okay. including my pregnancies. That's fine. Lila, surrogate mom who passed, she had the most brilliantly white teeth. And she introduced me to when you go to the dentist, they give you a little mold and you do the trays for two weeks and then you have perfect teeth. And I did that. And, and I, it's a bump. It's a bump like wow. no but you other. you can't drink coffee during it? No, you can't. You have to get off coffee. Man, nope. So, no. but you can do something. And I, my, I am going to give my brother the snow whitening system that I, honestly, the only research I've done is that it came on Instagram. Well, I've started to try to drink coffee. In a straw? Did you try to drink your coffee through a straw? That's no, what they suggest. hot coffee through a straw. I like a hot cup of coffee in the morning. What I've start, tried to start doing is placing the coffee behind the teeth. So, like, and it's not easy, and I've had some real spills, but I've been trying to get the coffee to land behind the teeth. I don't know. I This seems like a fool's <laughs> errand. Listen, do what you but can. let me tell you about what happened to me. All right. And please, deep divers, please don't, don't at me about how – you don't like my teeth and I was going to say know. that. No. And I also, you can be I, surprised, Jess. That's fucking crazy. I no deep diver would ever say it. I also want to say a deep diver, but I just get scared because like people do say insane shit. Okay. I'd like to say this to everybody listening. So many people don't have what you would consider traditional smile or teeth. And I find a gap in the tooth. I I've, I mean, you are married to it. The Lauren yeah. Hutton. Uh, Love it. A, a, the, the Meg, even Meg Ryan gummy smile. Beyonce's smile is a bit on the gummy side. Like their eye, it's the warmth and the, so I would, I, I know there's a lot of shame that goes into teeth actually. And I want to just, just to table set that. I appreciate your that. smile, whatever that is, because it's also economic, you know, what people can afford in terms That's of right. braces and reconstruction and all that. And I just want you to know that, like, your smile is fucking beautiful. And don't you ever fucking hide it. Thank you, Jess. That's so sweet. Well, I, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking oh. about deep divers <laughs> out there. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh. you should get your teeth white as hell. <laughs> just kidding that message wasn't i wasn't included in that no. i got it um so i will tell you i i do think it's important to bring that up because i've had teeth trauma yeah yeah i've had major teeth trauma okay yeah. my family we come from a long line of troubled teeth um 
Yeah, my sister. I hope I can tell her story. I won't name which one it was. It was, <laughs> but I remember a night, Jessica. I was in high school. She was in college at that point, and she'd come home from college for I think winter break. And you know that college winter break is long. Somewhere during that time, I was downstairs in the kitchen table doing my homework. And she kept on coming downstairs and looking in the bathroom mirror. Oh, no. And then she'd go back, and then she'd come down, and then she'd go back. And I'm like, what is going on? And then she came over to me with terror in her eyes. Oh, God. Terror. And said, I think my front tooth is bucking. <laughs> is what? Bucking. Oh God! It was and I fucking said, out, and I <laughs> looked at it, and it did seem a little <laughs> bit snaggled, just a little bit. But it was hard to tell. And she's now staring at me, and she's like, "You see it? You see it?" And I was like, "I, I don't know what I see." I said, "Let me just look." She goes, "Stop looking!" I'm like, "You asked me to look." It was a crazy moment. She goes, "It's bucking! It's bucking!" No. I then go to bed. I'm like, just leave it. Let it be. Yeah. Can't do anything about it now. I wake up in the morning. She hasn't slept. Oh, no. And Jessica is out. <laughs> like, and I know this is a visual medium, but it's out like this. She can't get her lip over it. <laughs> what happened? What happened? <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> So I wake up in the morning to find your loved one like that is so upsetting. And I said, now I don't have the relationship with you and your, like that you and your brother had, because I was very compassionate and I was like, no, this is going to get fixed. This is terrible, but it's not staying like this. I'm like, let's find out immediately. She's a wreck. And not only that, but I believe like this guy she was dating was coming to visit. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so such tough timing. Well, what we found out was that her gum above that tooth had been rotting. <laughs> okay. They then have to the remove the tooth story. This is entirely and story. then get and then get an implant. So she gets the implant and there's so much discussion over like, is the implant the same color as the rest of the teeth? You know, it's a fake implant. And then something terrible happens. Oh she goes back to college <laughs> and she goes to like a, you know, those like black light parties where oh, if you in with anything light on, no. you, it like becomes fluorescent. She walks in there smiling, having a ball, and that one tooth lit up like the Chrysler like building. Okay. Oh, God. And people are like, what? <laughs> and she's dancing and smiling. And then she sees a couple people looking right at it. And she ran the fuck out of there. Now, my trauma. So we have a history. You know, my dad had dentures when he was like 30 didn't have real teeth, I think, for as long as I knew him. My mom's side was pretty okay. But my dad's side, the Raphael side, was a disaster. Yeah. And I, I think you know this, Jess. Yeah, you had to get, you didn't lose your baby. You had all baby teeth or something. <laughs> <laughs> Talk like about that. tiny, tiny little Tic Tacs. 
I had two right here babies that never came out. And I didn't see a dentist for, I don't know, six years. Oh, yeah. I didn't see a dentist from the age of like 12 to, I think, 24. And I that's not an exaggeration. No, same with Dan. He was just like, cross your fingers and hope to die. <laughs> like, it was truly, you know, I look back on that. I'm like, you know, I had such... A, such love for my parents and they did the best they could, but there are some gaps, you know, that's one of them. For a gap. <laughs> okay. So anyway, what I have done, this is what I just want to tell you. And I'm scared sure. I did it. Last night I put on a, uh, a white strips, crest my crest white strips. And for whatever reason now, because of the phase of my period, I'm in, I, I'm up late. Yeah. I'm staying up late. Yeah. That's so strange. It's weird. Yeah. I, I like uh, awake and alive at night. Yeah. Not in the morning, but at night. And so I put the white strips on at around one. That's very okay. late. And I'm like, oh, by the time I fall asleep, I'll rip them out. And I even put a little like paper towel or tissue down by my, I was like, I'm just going to rip them and leave them here. Well, I fell asleep. That's fine. Is it just because when I tell you my teeth are so sensitive, like there's a slight breeze and I'm like, ah. <laughs> no, listen, listen. Oh, like, these crests, the slightest I got bad wind. news for you. I got bad news for the, for the teeth industry. It, 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 the, the things you're getting over the counter, they ain't working. But I actually feel a difference right now. Maybe. They do look good. They do look good. I don't know. I think that we have but, to go to the professionals. Hurt. I don't worry. This is not your teeth are okay. gonna buck and fall out. Like it's not I to me, I go off label on most things. Okay. If it says forty five minutes, I t I put them on for twelve hours. You know, okay. I feel like more is more is Great. more is more. I, that's what I thought, but I'm definitely now like in Sensodyne territory where I'm like, no, you're not. Back. No, you're not. I, no, because my, they're so sensitive okay, right now. Okay, let's just give it a break. But the other, the trays you leave in the whole night. So okay, I can't, that's good and to that's know. like really professional. I can't believe we're de devoting this much time to your white strips. This is, we're trying to build <laughs> sorry, the audience. Do you think people care about your You're right. We probably have so many new listeners too. Gums. <laughs> Okay, well, let me ask you, Jessica. It's, again, it's December 13th, unfortunately. And how are you? What's on your mind? Because oh. I can I can take us. I'm I'm riffing over here, but I you know, tell me what you want to talk know. about. You're really my warm-up crowd so that I can close them down <laughs> and bum them out. Oh, we need to take a quick break, but we will be right back with more in just a minute. Deep Divers, it's your merch queen, Jessica, here with a very important announcement. We have created the most beautiful planner you have ever seen in your life. The Balance Bound Plans of Significance Daily Planner helps you to pursue your life of significance. It is in the most perfect navy linen with gold imprint lettering, and it has a column of your to-dos in four signature sections, work, self, 
others and home, as well as a column for your schedule. Now, I know you guys have been hearing this new planner I've been using to get my SH together, and this is it. The planner helps you carve out time for important things like pickleball Sunday, girls' nights, and trips to Miami, and other moments of joy whilst getting your business done. We also have the most adorable chop wood carry water notepad, which you can leave on your counter or put on your fridge to have your to-dos. And then uh, the quotable pencil set. Okay, five pencils, again, our gold imprint. It has phrases like, if you can't tone it, tan it. The nails made me do it and let us live. You can get each one individually or a bundle of all three for 10% off. Go to balancebound.co slash deep dive. That's balancebound.co slash deep dive. And remember, this is a small woman-owned business happens to be owned by a deep diver. So let's show them some love and get our lives together. Here's the thing about hair thinning. It's incredibly complicated because it's not really just about your hair. It's also a complete reflection of your health and also internal factors like stress that can completely impact the way your hair looks, feels, and grows. Isn't that wild? It's a full whole body approach. And that's where Nutrafol comes in because they understand that. Nutrafol not only targets the hair thinning, but also the underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Nutrafol is the number one, I'm going to say it again, number one, dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing a thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair, and go to Nutrafol.com. By the way, Nutrafol is physician-formulated with drug-free ingredients. Their supplements support healthy hair growth from within. Also, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. And in a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol Women's Hair Growth Supplement for six months. Also, this is the best part. You can take their wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com so you get a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code BRIAN. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code Brian. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, excuse me. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com.
You know, June, I'm in the underworld. I know. I'm I'm fully in the underworld and, know. you know, I'm not ready to speak about it, obviously. And I want – please understand my immediate family. We are safe. Everybody's good. But I – uh yeah, I got some shocking news and about a loved one and I'm I'm just I'm absolutely in the underworld. I got dragged under. And and when I say underworld, you know, we had a friend who was told that they were going to be in the underworld for a couple of years astrologically. <laughs> and it was true, but and I That was me. I'm the friend. Oh shit, that was you. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, that was you. I'm like, this is sounding awfully familiar. Yeah, oh, shit. I thought I that was... was a different friend. No, that was me. And I was in the underworld. A friend was you. Until she predicted that I would escape, and I did eventually. But to the day I was Yeah, you know, and I don't have those right. those data points right now, but I will tell you that I was, you know, we we're listening to this week, the episode that aired. And last week I said that when I pulled into the car, the car into the garage, I felt happy. And then I got worried something was going to happen. And then it did. And I so that was a really weird. The universe was telling me something was coming. Ugh, or just it comes, you know, it comes. And so I want to talk just briefly. I want to want to put my feelers out to the deep divers out there without being the Grinch who stole Christmas to say that the holidays are tough when really sad things are happening and I'm finding it difficult <laughs> to be amongst the people. Now, you know, there was a, a very intimate Christmas party that was held and I told everyone, I walked in and I was like, first of all, I was like, I don't know if I could, you know, Dan, of course, was like, I don't think you're in it in a state to go. But sometimes when you have bad news happening around you, you're like, I can't be alone with my thoughts. I can't. I need to either be at Target or be at your house or be somewhere around people. That's why the nighttime is hard. So I was like, no, no, I want to go. I also really wanted to go and see everyone. So I put on some strange outfit that looked like I was an out-of-work temp. It looked, adorable. It looked like an out-of-work temp. Like I forgot that you're supposed to wear tights on the and the holiday parties, so everyone's looking great. And I, the first person I see is someone I don't know. And I just thought, oh, this won't stand. So I yeah. went right over to the bar. I said, "Where is what you got on the bubbly side? Now, this gentleman seemed like very uh, disturbed by my energy because I wasn't <laughs> making merry. I, I actually <laughs> grabbed our friend's shoulder and I said, where is the alcohol? Where is the chocolate? And she said, oh, well, the bar is over here. So I was like, give me something bubbly. And he was like, okay, well, here's the champagne, you know. And I was like, Ugh. I was like, okay, I don't know. I got to down this. So I downed that. And then I saw a chaise lounge. And I thought, I'm going to receive people on the chaise. Okay. And so I grab, I see Kulop comes in, looking fresh as a daisy, cute outfit, little white cropped T-shirt. I, I love to post a picture of her holiday outfit because it was it was a gold outstanding long skirt, short cropped tee, gold chunky necklace. And what was she wearing on top? Was it a leather jacket? Might have been. I didn't see. I only saw her with the white tee. That's because I forced her. She had not been in the party more than 
10 seconds. She didn't even have a drink. And I said, I need to speak with you on the chaise. And I grab her. <laughs> and, you know, Koo is, I, I got to take a minute. I got to take a minute to talk about Koo. Koo is a special, special, special soul. And she is a warm pillow. Her boobs are warm pillows to rest on and to lie on. She is a soft landing. That's what she is as a human. She's a human soft. She can hold the depth of experience. Not everybody can. She can. Certainly not at the beginning of a festive holiday party. But she'll drop in, Jessica, easy as pie. Koo is one of the most emotionally, like, flexible people I've ever met. It's it's truly wild. So I, you know, so I had to ask her some things because she's also the closest we have to a witch. Yes, that's right. Because she's got one foot in the other world. Yeah. So I had had some cues about that, some cues about some like presenting dreams. I'm surprised she didn't have her tarot cards on her. Like it's she's usually travels around with them. Well, I don't think there were pockets in the skirt she had. Oh, okay. So then you come in. So then I was like, Koo, you can go on your way. I, I got my question, you know, and then a couple people didn't grab Danielle. She's looking so fresh, you know, little strapless, you know, pleather she number. Hot. She brought some real like kind of Florida, Florida Energy. sex to you the love party. To see it. So then she's over there and, you know, I could tell she really wanted to make some Mary too. And she didn't necessarily want to be on the shades, but she had to be. Of course. we. Everybody has to do their time on the chaise. Who's called to the chaise? Right. And then you teeter over and you're like, what are you doing? I've been now, in- no mention of my outfit. Every person you've mentioned gets a little well, side, a little parenthetical. You had a great little body con. Was that navy or black? Yeah, it was navy. With the black stockings and those hot 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 boots that in the academy you wore during your posing video and i should have bought them and i've been holding on them and now of course i'm gonna buy them today because i should have been wearing them so i spent most of the night just like looking at your boots and wishing that i had them on but you looked hot you looked hot and Thanks, you, but you sorry to have to no no I, I, I thought our listeners would understand that was a given but you teetered over and you said hey I've been at this party for 25 minutes and I, uh, people are saying you're receiving people on the chaise and talking about death. <laughs> and I said, that's right. And then you said, <laughs> okay. And I could tell you were like, you know what? I don't, I think you've, you knew that I'd done enough time on the chaise. So you said, let's move into the living room, the land of the living. I just want to explain to our listeners that where this chaise was, was in a hallway. It was like, it's a it was in a pass through. It was in a place you sit and then observe the party on either side. It, and also my main concern to be quite is how brightly lit it was in that area. It, it was the lighting was hurting me and I needed to get us to better lighting and saw when you're by a tree, no one's looked better than, than by a tree. The fireplace was on. Let's just get, well, you said, could we go to the living room? That's where the living (laughs) is. You are in the shades of death over here. And I, and I said to you, I don't really want to go. And you go, I think we're going to go. So you herded me over there and you plopped me on an ottoman. Now, when I, 
walk into the room because an ottoman wasn't so different from the chaise. Like, I wasn't going to dare put you on a couch. I was like, it's still giving chaise energy. And yet it couldn't have been more different. I walk into this room and it might as well have been the late 1800s, a smoking, a smoking men's lounge. It was all men. And I turn to you and I go, did you see why I didn't want to leave the chaise? (laughs) And you just said, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You teetered away. And now the carols start, you know, and, and it's wonderful Wonderful piano player who I found to be very sexually attractive. I and did too, obviously. So we're listening to the carols, playing the carols, and that helped. And someone put an egg shaker, one of those in the hand, and that rhythm started to help. So I'm starting to feel it. I'm starting to feel it. Now I've also pounded another glass of champagne. So that was helping, you know, ching, ching, ching. And somebody says, let's play Living on a Prayer. And I said, okay, great. Everyone knows these words. Turns out not everybody knows these words. Not everybody at all. In fact, almost nobody knows the words. I'm the only person from New Jersey. So I let a couple verses go in. And then I said, not today, not now. I stood up. Now, most people took the mic at the beginning of a carol. I'm going to lead us. This one was like... (laughs) You guys have fucked this song up. I'm going to fucking write this wrong. And I I was so angry. I don't know if anyone's ever seen an angry performance of Living on a Prayer, but there was so much rage in it. And you let it out. Right. You let it out. And it was beautiful, Jess. Hearing you sing. And Jessica has a beautiful voice. I don't know about the voice that was coming out of me because it was more and like an animal. Dress. But it was more like I... an animal, like a hurt animal. <laughs> like an injured animal. That's what was coming out. You got to You hold gave and you on. gave. So what you got? It, it was. doesn't make a difference. A difference. Like you make it or not. Yeah. And I, I do think that song is usually like, you got to hold on <laughs> to what you got. Like that's how most people sing it. I was you know, if they're screaming. up there in karaoke. Yours was much more, you gotta hold on <laughs> to what you got. At one point, I bent my back so far back, and I was in a leather pencil skirt. I thought, I'm gonna crack my bag. I'll give it a shot. Wow, I'm halfway there. Woo-hoo! I'm hitting words. And then I fucking dropped the mic. And I don't know if you knew this, June, but that's when I exited. I dropped it and I go, bye. Walk out. Sob on the street. I was wondering, because it was a small gathering, right? And I had seen you there. You did your performance. It was (laughs) moving. And I felt it was lifting us to the next stage of the night. And I was like, wow, we have liftoff. Now we have liftoff. So I was like, wow, where's the night going? And then I'm thinking, did Jessica take a lift here from Santa Monica? Probably not. Um, But I looked around. I did a lap. And you were gone. Yes, I didn't say goodbye to anyone. And you didn't say goodbye to anyone. And I think I did hear you say bye, but never would I have assumed that meant. It was just like, bye. I just like (laughs) dropped them. I was like, bye. Walk out onto the street, burst out sobbing, 
cried for maybe 45 minutes, but it was okay because I needed to. But now at this point, probably neighbors thought, is there a coyote in danger, hurt, another hurt animal? And I I think I cried out all the champagne because I felt perfectly sober by the time it was time to drive. Yeah, so that's what happened after. And and it it was what was meant to happen. And where I'm at is like, the tears, I, I, you know, you realize as a mother, you don't really cry very much because nobody really leaves you alone and there's so much to do. Who has time to cry? You know, but then sometimes, sometimes you have to cry. You got to sob your brains out and it's very tiring. Now, Alexis, my makeup artist did say that she heard that you lose weight <laughs> when you're crying. Water weight, at least, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm so dehydrated. <laughs> but I think that the amount of grief and and pre-grief sometimes you feel about things is equal to how much you love somebody. And it's the price you pay. And of course, you would never have it any other way. Um, I'm sure there's a Beatles song that has that exact lyric in a much better, better way to say it. But um, there's no getting around it. There's no getting over it or around it. You got to feel it now, particularly difficult to feel it during the old holidays. I think it's, you know, I think it's okay to also just let the holidays go a little bit. They're go. They have to go. They got to go. They got to go. (laughs) They got to go. I mean, I'm going to make it right for BB. And this time on January 3rd, they are gone. And good riddance, you know. So in the episode where we are in our time, you know, in our time jump, they are gone. And great that they're gone. Yeah. And to know that, you know, as my mother said once in a very tough time in my life, I said, what's going to happen? And she said, I don't know, but it is not going to stay like this. And. It's so difficult because the brain plays tricks on you. They think the brain is so fucking stupid. It thinks wherever it is is where it will live forever. It's like, well, I guess we're just going to be crying in targets forever. Get used to it. You know, get a waterproof mascara. Don't put on any makeup. I sent a picture of the way I showed up to work yesterday with a, a, a boss. There was someone there. It was a spooky season to see how I dressed. I dressed crazy. But it is what it is. I'm so upset about what you're going through. Yeah, I don't like it. It's brutal. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. But we all, this is a human experience. It is, but it doesn't, it doesn't make it easier, you know. And I do think that it's really important that what you do right now and walking through the world is what you want to do. Yes. And you have that space from all of your loved ones to just like show up, don't show up. Show up, sing, and then leave. Yeah. Like, great. You know, that's great. There's, um, I mean, I will tell you, like when I was walking through the underworld, I couldn't see people, really. But I also understand the instinct to see people. It's just not what I had. I, like, went inside. Totally. Um, 
And, and a part of it is, is because the, of the lack of energy. Yes. And you're very tired. I'm so tired. I can't, I've never felt this fatigue. It's, it's a bone tired because yeah. you're being forced to reckon with such a scary possibility that you can't, I mean, after I came out of it, and started to head back into the land of the living, I, um, and I say immediately, I mean immediately, wrote a book. Wow. And started a company. Wow. Because I had, I think I overcorrected in some ways, but I had, I was so shocked to have the energy to do anything. I can't even like do a dish. That's what I'm saying. And it's okay. Yeah. I'm just looking at this dish and I'm just like, I can't do yeah, this dish. Happen. I can't Aww. do this dish. But I do, again, deep dives, please don't worry. Dan and I, BB, we're all safe. Safe and sound. Safe and sound. Do not worry. Um, uh, but yeah, I wanted, I did want to just send out an, a, a light, a lighthouse lamp to our deep divers who may be tired with me and, and, and in this moment where fucking Paul McCartney is like, you know, simply haven't. And you're like, not me. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> not me. And it's it's okay. And also I was sitting real pretty because, you know, I obviously I had my dark time in the underworld a couple, you know, eight years ago. And then things have been pretty good. And, you know, a couple of my friends going through some really trying times with their parents. And I don't mean to say I was sitting pretty, but I was, you know, it's nothing better than receiving and being supportive to other people having horrible times because, because you're I just, know. you know, you're I remember like, Casey said that during the pandemic, she was like, at a certain point, she was like, I just feel like, okay, I learned my lessons. Can, can I now go back? Can I apply them at all? Or I still have to continually be in this? <laughs> No, Can exactly. I, apply my I was learnings? like, when I got a diploma in this, like <laughs> exactly. I'm already. But what's so interesting too about the different roles we take on in caretaking is actually there's more than two roles, you know, and every experience is different. Every experience calls on different sides of you. And unfortunately, the side of me that is so comfortable, my fix it side, I'm so good at fixing. I mean, I worm my way into its doctor's office. You would never even believe how I get these numbers. Um, I'm having assistants break Hippocratic oaths. You know, I'm just HIPAA. I'm like, <laughs> what's HIPAA? You know, at the end what's of the HIPAA day. after all? Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day. <laughs> but there are certain things right. in which. HIPAA is only what we decide it is. Isn't it a you. construct? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like gender. The end of the day. Like we we have to uphold it to make it mean anything. <gasps> but every season in our lives, I believe, calls on ourselves to evolve our soul's evolution. And this one is in, is causing is is asking me to evolve in a very different way. And I can't say I enjoy it. Uh, you know what, Jess? I think that's a beautiful way to look at it, but also. I think it's okay to just sit in this fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. And balls. we don't have to make meaning of it. In no, this I moment. no. And 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 yet 
the living has to happen. And so how do we force ourselves to do some things like clean a dish? Well, for me, and I was thinking about you, June, because I know Veep was your touchstone. Veep was your touchstone. I think we might have shared that with Julia. Um, the olden days is my touchstone. And so Always um, has been. revisiting Bridgerton with new eyes. I am watching. Is there a new season coming up? Who knows when that will come out? But I'm okay. revisiting season so you're two. You're going back, yeah, yeah. As as if I've never seen it. That's the other thing. My brain isn't working, so like it's like, ooh, what a. It is kind of new. It's new. <laughs> uh, the Gilded Age. You know, not a well written show, but um, made a discovery that Casey is from the Gilded Age. I didn't realize it. Um, time of of barons of the industry, barons and. Oh, interesting. She that makes sense. One hundred. She loves it too. But then, like, I, mean, I don't. You've got Christine Baranski in the Gilded Age. Boy, so oh boy. Like, no, you've got, you got so many good. Nixon, so, so they're doing I great work. They're doing great. Yeah, it's it is a it is a totally like you know a confection, stupid confection. You got Nathan Lane playing some socialite. <laughs> I mean, you know, but. We have our touchstones and also my other touchstone. And again, I've been talking way too much during this podcast, but I guess it is my podcast. I can talk as much as I want. You absolutely can. But what are our... are you shutting up for? I don't me? know. I don't know. You just bored <laughs> us about your white strips for 45 minutes. Best that I I talk. was trying to keep it light for a second. <laughs> yeah, I know. You knew I was going to take keep us it down. Keep <laughs> Time for another break. More deep dive when we return. I have been going to this place for my grocery shopping for quite a while now because I have some pretty severe dietary restrictions. It's annoying, but Thrive Market makes it much easier. I go there for all of my grocery staples. They have everything I need for every specialized like FODMAP situation that I have to low FODMAP thing I have to do. They carry all kinds of brands. They have their own brand that is like fully high quality with great ingredients and great sourcing methods. And also, it's so easy because not only can you be smart about what you buy, not only are you eating out less, and not only are you making completely sustainable health swaps in a very easy way, they deliver it right to your door. It's so easy. And they have everything to suit your lifestyle needs. And also... As a Thrive Market member, you can save money on every single grocery order. And on average, I save over about 30% each time. It's incredible. They even have their own page called Deals on the website where you can go there and source your favorite brands and do all of these kinds of things and save a lot of money. But I have to tell you, they're really, really good, really useful, and incredibly convenient. So join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30 percent off your first order plus a free $60 gift. So go to thrivemarket.com slash Rana for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash Rana, thrivemarket.com slash Rana. Also, just an added thing, chia seeds are expensive and at Thrive Market, they're much cheaper, Okay.
what prevents us from fully being consumed by the underworld? Because even Persephone, she knew she had to last for six months down there with that bad man, Hades. And she knew she'd come back up and be with her mom, you know, six months later. But how did she get through it down there? Maybe with her version of Netflix, whatever that was. They don't tell her you know story. What? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, maybe she's just drawing on the walls and then interpreting her own <laughs> scratches. Like, who knows? But I, what I promise you is there's some level of dissociation going on. And, you know, I've always said this. It's okay. I think dis yeah dissociating can often get a bad rap and i think it's an incredibly useful tool when you are this going is... through something that requires time to go by the wait and see the let's take the next right step but let's see if that works it's agonizing shit and there are there is absolutely something to be said for programs podcasts maybe it's this one for some i'm sure it is for us. i hope people. it is i hope it is i hope it is it's i know it is actually and i know how this get made is too because people write that to us all the time sitting bedside with loved ones and listening i hope you know it it is it is not that you are not allowing yourself to feel no it's you're allowing some time to go by yeah and time is the only way we get to anything good or bad it's like we have to let some grass grow here and wow. sometimes the best way to do that is to mentally check out i don't want you washing that dish unless gilded is on an ipad that's what i'm doing it's like i podcast your podcast friends are i on. have to carry gilded with me from room no, to room Jess. and I'm doing the same with slow horses on Apple. What the fuck is slow horses? Not for me, I'm sure. I don't know what that is. It sounds scary. I don't want to talk about it. Don't tell me about it. I can't take it. It's, it's not scary. Can I just tell you something? Just one line. It's a spy show in which Gary Oldman is farting all the time. Hmm. I've never seen anything like it. It's absolutely disgusting. And it's the one, th it is actually the one thing I don't like about the show. <laughs> strange. It's so strange. His character's supposed to be like disgusting, but I'm like, boy, they've taken things it. right now. I don't want this. I don't want okay. this. Maybe it's not life. for you right now, it's but I will me. say, I would love to turn you on to one of the shows that, that time sort of melts in. Yeah. That you, boy, is it a background show. It's a show you're folding your laundry sure. to. Okay. And there's 17 seasons, so you can really yeah, get dig in. sink into it. Sister wives. No, that's too... I have to understand. All of my friends have different <laughs> likes than me, except for Danielle, and she straddles you and me. You she and, straddles uh, both worlds. But why can't no you just give it a try? Way. No, this is where I want. I want my people in bodices and i want that oh, the you're biggest not find that. i want the biggest drama for them to be that it's wedding season it's the season they need to fall in love with somebody they need to get to the modiste to get their frocks for that <laughs> night's ball and maybe you know maybe he wants to fuck you but he's supposed to marry your sister you know and you resolve that because your sister ends up with okay, a Okay, this, this is so specific. But listeners, 
if you have a moment, if you could DM Jessica or me some recommendations for our taste, for our tastes, they're going to be different DMs, different DMs. I'm good on mine. I don't need any recs. I I, do. But Jessica does, and she needs them now. Um, I will say I've developed a special interest in spies. I like us. I do like spies. You know, nothing hotter. Well, that's what Slow Horses is. Spies. I don't want any disgusting people. I want spies like when Brad Pitt had to pretend he was married to hot, hot Marianne Cotillard. And then they had to fuck in a sandstorm. They had to fuck in a sandstorm. That was fucking hot. I'm sorry. Fucking in a sandstorm is hot. Pretending. No way. No way around it. I can't believe I forgot about that scene. I'm going to watch that movie again. Now it's sad at the end because she has to watch it's her. very sad. She has to get killed. But Has to. But boy, did she live. She did. And it's <laughs> hot to show up and go, hmm, my assignment is to fake, get, fake be married to Brad Pitt. Great. Great. I think I can do it. I think that's a pretty good <laughs> assignment. I totally forgot about that scene. They're they're in a car and the sand's going and they're yeah, they're It's the first right. time they fuck is in that That's fucking right. sandstorm. And I'm sorry, season two of Bridgerton, they don't kiss until the f- finale. Wow. But does he come right up to her in the library at night and say the things that I could show you? Ooh. <gasps> the things that i could show you okay (laughs) listen and i also want to say something that has been giving me great joy is actually in the midst of all this we're filming all this holiday content for the academy and we made some wreaths with Tiffany Gabris of the Sweetser Life. And th- that was fucking fun. And I now I see that on my door. And then we had a we had a hilarious cocktail making class with Paul Shear. He's so He was so mad during he's it. so disrespectful to us during these things. And like I thought, oh, I bring your holiday cheer. You know, he saves his best entertainer self. You know, my father just can't stop saying Paul's an entertainer. Paul's one of, they don't make them like Paul anymore. (laughs) Paul's like the Rat Pack. I'm like, I don't, okay. I'd love him to bring some of that, but he's so angry at us. And I, and he was so mad at us. And all I said was like, hey, math isn't really our thing. So can you just go slow on the fractions? You know, if three (laughs) parts to two parts to one part. And he's just, idiots it's one and a half you know so know that that's there but at the end of the day i found a signature drink which is an aperol spritz i'm so excited that you learned about aperol spritzes because i have them almost every night but you know what's so interesting is um yeah he's very irritated about like filming with us and but yet he wants to and then and, and then yet he desperately and he's wants so mad to. because i did a couple filler segments with him about how he keeps his snacks and his and they never and his i could release they them. haven't well no i will air them at some point but like okay but like 
his well, he was wearing shorts. I know so that's why I put the kibosh he looked on like him. Rodney Dangerfield. But but his <laughs> the the thing I did of him showing me his battery suitcase will be released at some point, like as a bonus. But I'm not. It's like this is the holidays. Like this is prime content. We've had a lot of annual people gifting annual memberships to each other, best friends buying them. You know. Beautiful. Beautiful gift. Okay. A lot of people asking their boyfriends, their partners as a stocking stuffer, you know, they want an annual Love membership. It. Again, the holidays are behind us in this moment. I understand that. But also what's happening, I just want to fast forward what's happening right now in the Academy is we are getting our shit together because our organizer, Jordan Santoro, turns my garage into a Chuck E. Cheese um, and we filmed that transformation. We are, instead of dry jan- January, we are actually leaning more into drinking. And we're going to learn. Um, uh, it's wet January over here. It's wet January. Um, and we are actually going to Molly, our friend who will be on the pod. Her husband has a tequila line. And he's going to show us a couple different drinks, um, including one he made for my coastal grandmother uh, luncheon I had once called the white turtleneck. <laughs> that involves limoncello. <laughs> and boy, was that tasty. Ooh. Boy, was that taste called the white turtleneck. Meant to Ooh, be sipped. It. it said meant to be sipped in an Adirondack chair. <laughs> I love that. And we're going to learn some some vegetarian recipes. Anyway. There's a lot coming up so and it's all us. exciting. Now, I will say, I think that although Paul was really mad that maybe, um, you know, maybe he was giving that same kind of Bon Jovi energy and maybe it's because I will tell you when I was in the underworld, I actually could not handle cheerful people. And there were people in my life that fell away. Because I found cheerfulness and sort of uh, bon vivant energy. Yeah. Yeah. Just like sweetness to be so saccharine. And so I needed to be around people who were like, keep it real. This, let's keep it real. And so. I although I was I was horrified that Paul was so angry with one of my best friends, you know, and filmed it for prosperity. I also was like, well, he was in the authentic space he was in at that moment. You know, what can I say? I'm so mad that a spode, you know, got put into the dishwasher. I'm like, these are these are like resentments you need to let go. Okay. And that's, and he's not going to. And (laughs) I know I talked about driving in, driving into my planter. And I drove into that planter probably a month ago. Yeah. He just noticed it this morning because two of the sides of the planter just (laughs) fell off. (laughs) I am that planter. (laughs) But you know what, Jess? I was proud of myself for how I reacted because he was like, oh my God, the planter fell apart. And I was like, <laughs> I did it. And I did it two months ago. And I never told you because I didn't <laughs> want to tell you. And he was like, oh my God, like that was so expensive. And I was like, yep, yep. Yeah. And I did it. Right, yeah, but yeah, you didn't, like, get, you didn't get defensive. Did Don't tell me. No. These are facts. These are facts, but I'm not going to sit here and say like, no. I'm so sorry. Co-op. Because- 
I, I don't have it in me. I'm sorry about a lot of things right now. The planter really isn't one of them. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I hope he drafted off your energy, which is like, well, that's a dry well. I'm not going to get an I'm sorry, you know, from this it's person. And well. just like when he showed up in his lost time, which we will still never know, where was Paul? <laughs> we'll never and know. he just said, "I we're not going to know in 2024." I figured it out. Baby That's needs sure. steroids. It's like that <laughs> doesn't solve where you were, right? But I gave him the grace of just like, and to be honest, I didn't want to know. I still don't really want to know secrets. So you talk about those spies who were fucking in that sandstorm. There were a lot of secrets between them, and I guess bet. what? And guess what? Kept it hot. <laughs> keep it sexy. Keep it cute. <laughs> that is our mantra for 2024. Keep it sexy. Keep it cute. Um, and, you know, be sad when you need to be. For real, for real. For real. Deep and, divers. Yeah. yeah. I just want to um, wish everyone... <laughs> God, I don't even know if I can say Happy New Year. I know. I, I, I yeah. I, I want to wish everyone... A new year. We want to say it's the new year. Yes. It's and no, it is the new year. It is new. That's positive. It is a new year. Yes. And and please know this ain't gonna be coming like bummer, bummer podcast for sure. But I've had some laughs too. There are laughs to be had. Oh even in the underworld. Some of the best laughs are in the underworld, actually. The absurdity of the underworld and just the insanity of it. Some of the it's, best is laughs. Yeah, come. So anyway, we love you guys so much. Thanks for letting us keep it hashtag authentic. And uh, we love you. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, Jess. Let's go up a deep dive. Let's go dive in deep. Let's go on a deep dive. No secrets will we it's June and Jessica, going deep. How deep can you go? Oh, really deep. Let's go on a deep dive. Let's go dive in deep. There is more of the deep dive with Lemonada Premium. Subscribers get exclusive access to bonus content like our listener questions, where we answer questions from you, like... Just because I'm a Scorpio, does that mean I'm a monster? And the answer is yes. I've got tons of Scorpio too, and we need to accept it. Send your questions to the Deep Dive Academy at gmail.com and subscribe now in Apple Podcasts. The Deep Dive is produced by Lemonada Media, Jessica Sinclair, and June Diane Raphael. Our producer is Anna Cecilia. Our associate producer is Donny Madias. And our supervising producer is Jamila Zara-Williams. Our engineer is Johnny Vince Evans. Additional Lemonada support from Steve Nelson, Stephanie Whittles-Wax, and Jessica Cordova-Kramer. Special thanks to Anne Geddes for our cover art and Lennon Parham for her sweet, sweet vocals. The best way to support us is to rate and review. Follow The Deep Dive wherever you get your podcasts or listen ad-free on Amazon Music with your Prime membership. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.